and welcome to another episode of the Debutante Report. Once again, I'm your host, Michael Lung, back again to break down episode 9 of Survivor 41. And this week, we didn't just have one tribal council, but we had two tribal councils this episode, which means double the amount of strategy to break down. Uh, with the final 10, we had two tribal councils of five players each. So with those smaller numbers, it did make for a lot more complicated, I guess, votes that could take place. So really excited to dive right into it this week. So yeah, let's get right into it. Our first tribal council, we had Nasir get voted out four votes to zero on the revote with Erica, Ricard, Shan, Heather, and Nasir as the five members at this tribal council with Erica having won immunity. Now, I think what was really Nasir's downfall in this episode was the fact that he was really, really stubborn in not wanting to use his idol to protect Heather or even just to jump back over to the Louvre side. On paper, it really seems like we've got three original Louvre and then two original Ua in Ricard and Shan. But Nasir really had a I guess, what he seemed to be a tight bond with Ricard and Shan, in which he thought that he could carry out the rest of his game with. But in the, in that, I think he was so stubborn and so inflexible, which really brought about his downfall. In Survivor, you really need to be flexible in the way that you work with people moving forward and being able to maintain relationships that you can have options go whichever way when it comes to tribal councils. So yeah, that really surprised me in the fact that he was so inflexible in not wanting to go back over to Luvu. And I think just off the back of last Tribal Council, where it appeared to him that Heather had put down his name, yeah, at last Tribal. I think that really made him a bit uneasy about working back with the Louvers, especially with Heather. But that's something that you don't want to do in Survivor. You don't want to be blocking off potential options of people to work with going forward. And I think that even just painted a bigger target on his back by being so stubborn, like up front to both Erica and Heather about not wanting to work with them. I feel like, yeah, that definitely put him in the danger spot this episode. And yeah, it ended up getting him voted out with his idol in his pocket, which, yeah, is something that no Survivor player ever wants to happen to them. And yeah, there really was the discussion this episode about who would be the better person to take out. Would it be Heather or would it be Nasir? And I think Nasir would have been the better player to take out. I think Ricard said it this episode in that he is that kind of person who could be a threat later down the road. He has an idol in his pocket and he seems to be the kind of guy that can weave his way through the rest of the merge. Um, And he seems like a pretty sneaky guy too. So I think, yeah, in Ricard's perspective and probably Shan's as well, their better move was to take out Nasir, given that he could sneak his way to the end. Even if he's at the bottom of this supposed people of colour alliance, yeah, he might be at the bottom, but he's that guy that you need as a number and that could be a bit of a flip-flopper, even though he might seem like to be playing that really super loyal game and wanting to be an honourable, I guess, guy when it comes to playing the game. And then compared to Heather, Heather at the moment doesn't seem to be someone who's highly strategic or super dangerous, I guess, in making a move in the immediate future. She seems to be, like I said in the last episode, the kind of person that you'd probably drag to the end a bit like a goat. But yeah, in In the immediate future, she doesn't seem to be someone who could be too threatening. I mean, she got caught out in a lie this part, this episode as well, which is pretty funny to see, actually. Um, But yeah, she doesn't seem to be the person that comes across as too threatening, more like uh, a final three kind of goat that you can bring along as a number. I know that's a bit, that might be a bit disrespectful to Heather, but um, just from the audience's perspective, and I think from a few of the players' perspective, she, she 
yeah, is the kind of person that you keep along for the ride. On the flip side, though, I think from Ricard and Shan's perspective, they could have kept Nasir around. I mean, it's a bit hard with these two split tribal councils because you're kind of banking on the other tribal to be, I guess, working in lockstep with you when they when they proceed with their tribal council. And yeah, I think it's important that you kind of take into account what the other side is thinking about as well and their other tribal council because you also want to be appeasing them, say, in keeping the sea and taking out Heather. You want to make sure that they feel safe as well because I think when the other tribal council occurred after the first one, they seemed a bit shook that Nasir got voted out and it kind of made them realise, oh, my position might be in danger in my current alliance in the majority. So there was that danger there and the, I guess, upside of keeping Nasir and taking out Heather in that situation because you're getting rid of an easy boot and you're keeping trust, I guess, in the rest of your alliance on the other side too. So there is that perspective to think about in maybe taking out Heather because I think even now so she seems a bit more on the outs in not having a really core group that she can go with. Like, even though she's with Luvu as being the majority in this merged tribe, there's not a lot of options for her, I don't think. Like, everyone seems a bit stuck in their place, especially with the people of Colour Alliance. They don't seem to be wanting to budge too much, well, apart from Deshaun, but we'll get into that later. And they seem pretty stuck with the people that they want to work with, and they seem pretty tight with them too. So it doesn't look like there's any real big cracks that are going to be forming there. But they, <laughs> they <laughs> from the preview for next episode, they very well could be. I don't know. Um, just from my perspective, I yeah, it doesn't seem for her to be for there to be many options for her at the moment. But then again, there will be there will come a point where the majority will have to flip on each other, and so maybe there could be some cracks there that are sneak into. And yeah, that's also something to think about for this tribal council as well. That was the potential for Heather to be taken out over Nasir. So, in my opinion, they made the right move to take out Nasir, just because of his threat of his idol and um, his sneaky nature about him. But yeah, there was the potential to take out Heather just to keep that majority strong and to keep everyone feeling like they're safe within the majority alliance, um, from Shannon Ricard's perspective especially. So, they might have to look out for that I guess at next tribal council or when they return back to camp. And we also got a lot more from the Shan and Ricard power dynamic um, in this tribal council as well, whether they were to use their extra vote or not as a means of, I guess, a safety against Nasir playing his idol to protect himself. Yeah, well, I guess from what we saw, Heather would have gone home anyway if Nasir played his idol, but yeah, we saw them once again not being on the same page. Like, Shan didn't really want Nasir out because Heather would have been the easy target and then Ricard wanted Nasir out um, because of his potential threatening nature. And we ended up seeing Shane use her extra vote as a safety for Nasir's idol. It was a smart move to use her extra vote in this situation just in case that Nasir did play his idol because it would have ensured that Heather would have gone home, gone home with enough votes rather than Shan potentially being exposed for probably going home um, with one vote. So yeah, it was really good play for them to use that extra vote. But yeah, once again, we see this them arguing Ricard and Shan over whether to use the vote or not. And they don't seem to be on the same page strategically, even though they've been working together for the majority of the game and they know each other really, really well. And we've seen, yeah, especially in this season, the power that advantages and idols can have on the social aspect of the game and them causing rifts between alliances and 
yeah, really messing up the game to some extent. I mean, yeah, on paper it should be Shan has her extra vote and wants to use it whichever way she wants, and then somehow the way that the, the that extra vote has shaken out is that it's been swapped back and forth, and one of them wants to use it over the other. There's this really interesting power dynamic there, and yeah, it was a smart move to use it this episode. I think there's only a finite amount of times when that extra vote can be useful, and this one, although it didn't have too much of an impact because it ended up being a 3 tie, and they just and they just revote. Yeah, it still worked out um, as a good safety. I think it was a really smart strategic move to play, um, even if it wasn't the most extravagant tribal council this episode, um, in this first one. And yeah, that brings me to another point as well. I was always confused about whether an extra vote can be used on the revote, and I think a lot of the players are a bit confused about how this would work in other seasons as well, and it's good to get that clarification in this one where we saw that the, that extra vote was able to be used on the revote. I think it's only when you're the person that receives that's that receives the vote and is in the tie that you're not allowed to use that extra vote on the revote. And so that's also something to take into account for future players if you've got an extra vote and it comes to a revote. But yeah, that was good to get some clarification there. But yeah, we end up seeing Nasir going home at this first tribal council. And I think that had implications on this next tribal council because we saw Evie getting voted out three votes to a very tight vote in this tribal council. We had the other five players left in the game at this tribal. We had Xander, Evie, Deshaun, Liana, and Danny in this tribal council with Xander having won immunity. And Xander really would have been in the firing line this episode if he hadn't have won immunity. We saw Liana being so hell-bent on getting Xander out as soon as possible. She, he's the main target for her. And yeah, um, it's really become, I guess, over the top, the fact that Liana wants Xander out so badly. I think because they were on the the same original starting tribe. Yeah, I really thought that they could have worked together at this at this merge, I guess, a couple of episodes ago, but the fact that she's flipped over with Shan and the People of Color Alliance, yeah, has really put Xander as the main target on their side. And the fact that he has an idol and an extra vote as well makes him an even bigger threat. So, yeah, really clutch win by Xander in this episode. On paper, yeah, we have three orig- original Luvu and then two original Yasa. So, I guess... It kind of makes sense that Evie got voted out in this episode. A big social player, uh, a big player in this game, and yeah, I guess a really big vote out because I thought that she really could have gone far in this season. The way that she played her social game in the early game at the tr- in at the Usa tribe, yeah, I think she really could have gone far. So yeah, the fact that she's gone out this early in the merge is, I guess, a really good vote out from the majority alliances to take out such a big threat like Evie uh, for later down the road. But yeah, there was really the potential for Deshaun to flip over because we saw that before in this season that him and Evie kind of have a little bond from going to Shipwheel Island together. And yeah, I really thought that he probably would have flipped on the Liana given that he isn't on good terms with the rest of the people of the Alliance, I guess, when we saw him return to camp last episode that, or at the start of this one, that him and Shan still aren't on really good terms and... Yeah, he's really looking for a new alliance to go to. Um, So yeah, I really thought that he would have flipped on Liana. And yeah, this could have had a really big impact on the rest of the season, getting rid of one of the key players in the majority alliance. So that's where I found a bit of a surprising move because it it could have been the right time, actually. 
um, to take out someone like Liana. But once again, you've got to take into account the impact that will have back at Tribal because, yeah, with this split Tribal, it's, yeah, there's another dynamic that you have to take into account. And so I think that probably played into his mind a little bit. He was probably worried about what the repercussions would be back at camp. We saw Deshaun and Shan make up after their little dispute earlier in the episode. And so after they'd made up, I'm pretty sure that Deshaun really wants to keep that kind of bond with Shan, even if it might be um, not too legitimate or too real from his perspective. I think he's just trying to maintain some sort of rapport with her in the event that he ends up wanting to blindside her because you want to keep your enemies close in Survivor as well and make them feel as comfortable as possible. And so getting rid of Liana probably would have given off alarm bells in Shan's mind had they returned back to camp. And so, yeah, that was something that Deshaun had to take into account for sure. Then again, it would have been a really, really big move for him to take out Liana at this tribal council. I think another thing that would have played into his mind is that he probably doesn't trust too well Erica as well, given that we saw earlier in the season they Erica seemed a bit sneaky to, in his opinion. And so, yeah, he probably doesn't trust Erica as much as he... Pro- as much as he probably trusts Shan and the rest of the people of Car Alliance, I think he does trust Liana. And so, and yeah, getting rid of her wasn't really the right move in this situation, but it would have been a really, really big move had it have happened. And had he kept Evie in this situation, he would have had, I guess, a tight alliance member there because him and Evie really managed to reconnect. And I really thought that there was the potential for them to, I guess, move forward together in the game. But yeah, a bit of a shame that... That didn't work out for him and Evie because they had met up before earlier in the game. And another thing that could have gone down at this tribal council was the fact that Xander could have played his idol on Evie in this spot to save her and probably take out another big player, probably like Liana. I found it that for Xander, being a player who wants to play a big game, I really would have expected him to play his idol in this situation. I mean, yes, you've got to look after yourself and he probably knows that he's a big threat, but you can build really tight trust with someone in this game with an idol played on them. And so if he did do that and take out another big alliance, member, that would have been, sorry, another big majority alliance, member, that would have been a really big move in this game. And so it could have been a missed opportunity there for Xander. I know he probably wants to save it for himself, but his threat level's only going to increase with, it, with that idol in his pocket. And so getting rid of that idol would take the target off his back a little bit more. I think, yeah, he definitely could have played his idol for Evie and then tried to still work his way up from there because at the moment, he's still on the bottom with Evie and a couple of the other players. And so, yes, the bottom isn't the greatest place to be, but you can still stay there and try to dent the majority alliance as much as you can rather than trying to worm your way into the majority alliance because it doesn't seem very likely that's going to happen. So... I think it would have been better for him to try to stick with the bottom, try to build alliances with the players on the bottom and try to work your way up there, kind of like a Rob Sessonino in the Amazon where you just pick up the people on the bottom and try to move forward like that. I mean, he tried that with Erica earlier in this episode and I think that's a real strategy that he can use um, moving forward rather than having to rely on immunity wins because of his threat level at the moment. I think... Yeah, he could really try picking up people from the bottom and try to move forward like that rather than, I guess, get rid of the players around him because he's losing potential numbers. Like, 
the majority is probably not going to want to work with Xander and he's still going to be a big target on their hit list. And yet, I guess voting out Evie wasn't the greatest thing that ha- could have happened on his part. Yeah, I think he's just running out of options at the moment. Probably wasn't the right move for him. He probably should have used his idol to protect Evie in this spot and take out a big power player in this game. And he even got a bit of red flags from Danny and Deshaun earlier before they went to Tribal Council. He could see that, yes, they said that uh, they would have wanted to work with him, but yeah, it, pro- it was a facade that they were putting up and... Yeah, he probably should have known that they didn't seem too keen on working with him, even though, yeah, he said it himself, that they don't seem like they're being too genuine, and he probably should play his idol on Evie, and I think that might have been a missed opportunity there. I think players nowadays are really concerned about losing their idol or playing it incorrectly, rather than building trust with by playing an idol on someone else. I think they're so concerned about getting voted with an idol in their pocket that they don't want to play it at all. And so you see less and less now players are willing to play an idol for someone else. But playing an idol for someone else can have really big impacts on building trust in this game. And so, yeah, it's probably a missed opportunity on Xander's part by not playing his idol on, on Evie. I know it's hindsight looking back, but yeah, it could have been a big missed opportunity there. But yeah, we see two big characters voted out in this episode. Both Nasir and Erica were... Um, I think real fan favourites from this season. Um, Nasir seemed to be a really big character in the way that he was just so happy and energetic when he played the game. Um, We just saw his temper get a little bit flared up in this episode where he received votes last episode and he didn't really... um, He went a bit off at Heather and some of the other members of his tribe. But yeah, for Evie, she was also a big character, a really big social player. And so, yeah, that was a big blindside or a big vote out. For her to go home so early, earlier than what I thought she would have gone home. But uh, yeah, we move on to next episode. Uh, I just want to touch on one more thing. The fact that there's so much going on in this game. It's very high paced. The amount of chaos, I guess, that's going on has really allowed the, I guess, bottom players to shoot up a bit. And so someone like Xander or someone like Erica could end up sneaking their way back up through the middle um, because of how shook this majority alliance seems to be. Deshaun doesn't seem to be on the same page as Shan. And so, yeah, there's definitely a bit of wiggle room there. So we could see more players just lay low and end up making it maybe to final six or further in the game, given at how it's shaking out at the moment. But yeah, moving into predictions for next episode, we saw... Yeah, we saw Danny and Deshaun possibly targeting Ricard because of his connection with Shan, and they want to break up that tight bond there. So Deshaun ends up getting on Shan's nerves a bit, and then Shan might end up targeting Deshaun next episode. So yeah, we see three big names being thrown out, three players that have been playing really great games so far, and Ricard, Shan, and Deshaun. And we could see one of their downfalls next episode. I really, really don't want to see Shan or Ricard go home because they've been playing so well together. And even though they haven't been on the greatest terms, I think they could really go far together and really want to see them hold it out. But then again, I don't want to see Deshaun go home either because of um, what a big character he is and what a big social game he's trying to play and wanting to flip over from the majority alliance. Yeah, I don't really know how it's going to shake out. I think it could be a really, really, really big episode next week. Can't wait to see what happens there. I'm not going to give a prediction because I'm too scared of what's going to happen, but 
And yeah, it's going to be a really big episode next week, that's for sure. But I think that brings us to the end of another recap podcast. I really want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Debutant Report. If you made it all the way to the end, I really appreciate you if you did. I know it was a bit of a jagged episode this week, a bit more freestyle. Um, I still hope you liked it and and enjoyed hearing me just rant about some of my Survivor opinions. Uh, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Debutante Report and let me know your thoughts on Twitter at Debutante Report if you agreed or disagreed with anything I've mentioned in this episode. And yeah, we'll hope to see you next week for a recap of episode 10 of Survivor 41 almost at the end. I think the final eight next week, I think maybe two or three episodes left in this season. So yeah, can't wait to break it all down next week. But until then, hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you then. Thanks. Bye. Bye.